and welcome to Always an Escrow with Colby Burchin and Serena Appel. Hello, Colby. Serena, what's going on? We are so excited and thrilled to be speaking with Boca's newly appointed council member, Fran Nackless. She has had an extensive career as a surgical nurse. Fran has held her Florida real estate license for over 20 years and... Very fun fact, she is a former Miami Dolphins cheerleader. In addition, Council Member Nackless has a long record of hands-on community volunteerism. She has organized school supply project, donated over a thousand filled backpacks to four different schools, and has earned community leadership awards from the school district of Palm Beach County. She's participated in beach cleanups, community greening plantings. She is a member of the Rotary Club of Downtown Boca, and she is a two-time nominee for both the Junior League's Women Volunteer and the Women of Distinction Awards. Thank you for that introduction. I appreciate that. So Serena, I wanted to have Fran on because I've known Fran for at least 23 years. We both have been in real estate and, you know, I want people to know who she is. She is a charitable person, can't do enough for people. And this podcast is more about uplifting. And that's why it was a big, big win for us to get her on this podcast. And now she's on city council. But I just, I want everyone to know Fran. So I'm going to get right into the questions. Tell everyone who is Fran Nackless so people could understand and, you know, get to know you. At the very beginning, I want to say, I adore Colby. When I met him 23 years ago, about 23, almost 24 years ago, I instantly, how you have to be drawn to Colby. He's such a great guy. And so when he asked me to do that, of course, I had to do this. Of course, I had to say yes. Um, so Fran, my, my um, main name is Durst. And I was born in New Jersey. I'm the youngest of five children. And my next oldest sibling is five years older than me. So when everybody had moved away, was away at college and out of the house, my parents, before I started high school, said, we are moving to Florida. And I said, okay, great. When? And within a week, our house was sold and we moved to Delray Beach, and which meant make, making all new friends, you know, coming to Florida, which we'd visited Florida, but living here was a whole different thing. And um, moved to Delray. I went to Atlantic High School. And then I went on to University of Florida with all my best friends from Atlantic High School. And I remember the days when there wasn't much um, um, out west. Um, and my parents, when I first moved here, the friends that I made all owned, all lived up in West Point, all owned horses. So my parents bought me a horse with all of his tack and everything for $800. And every day I would take the bus from Atlantic High School up to West Boynton and take care of my horse up there and ride bareback down Military Trail and down Lions and, and explored all over. So it was a great, it was a great childhood. It was a great um, upbringing. And Atlantic High was awesome. And then on to University of Florida, where I became a nurse um, with two of my other friends also became nurses. So we went through all that together. I started working for a couple of orthopedic surgeons and then I, Hannah was born and I worked at the Boca Raton Outpatient Surgery and Laser Center. And that's where I worked for 
almost 30 years until I retired last October. And um, I just had a great, great upbringing. Um, my dad was Jewish. My mom was Catholic. Um, they kind of taught us about everything. I told Colby there was never a person that came to our home that was a stranger. My parents took in everybody, helped everybody, had that sense of service my entire life growing up, right? Pretty much for my mom, right up until she um, COVID hit and we couldn't let her really do anything anymore. And uh, that's really where I get it from is my parents always were helping other people. And, um, and I'm just carrying that on. So, um, you've really done so much. I mean, there's, there's so much to say about your career, your family. Tell us a little bit about your family. So Nathan and I have, um, four children together. We have Hannah, Alex, Courtney, and Jake. And, um, Jake is our youngest. Hannah and Courtney are in the middle. Alex is our oldest. Alex, Hannah, and Courtney are all married. Um, to okay, perfect, perfect spouses. We love our kids are our light, our pride, our joy. Literally, our, one of our kids calls and says, we want to do something with you. We drop everything we're doing just so we can be with them. We love being with all of them. And so three of them are married. Hannah and Courtney actually both got married this year. So it was an interesting year. Having both daughters get married and they have two different styles. Hannah got married here in Boca at the Addison and Courtney lives out near Boulder, Colorado. And she got married out there in the woods with campfires and, and aspen leaves and was absolutely beautiful. Um, our oldest son, Alex, has been married for six years. We went down to Brazil to marry, get him married. And he lives out in California with his wife, Alini. And uh, Jake uh, lives with his girlfriend here in South Florida. We're about to have our first grandchild in February, which we're very, very excited. Oh, how special. Yes. Isn't that crazy? That's very excited. <laughs> Another role. Another role. Another role yes. for you, one Fran. We, one we've wanted for a while, and thank goodness we're going to get it. So we cannot wait. Yeah. Why is your IG handle Iron Franny? So... When um, I first got on Instagram, which has to be, I don't know, 11, 12 years ago, I had just done, I think I had pretty much just done my first triathlon. My friend Bonnie um, came to me one day, we were having breakfast, and out of the blue, she asked me, hey, do you want to do a half Ironman with me? I said, sure. I had no idea what doing a half Ironman entailed. And I just said yes, because I'm always up for a challenge. I said, sure, I get to do it with my friends. And then I started kind of investigating what triathlons um, require. And I swam in high school at Atlantic High, though when I got in the pool to swim a lap across the pool, I could not swim a lap. Um, I did not have a bike to ride, and I couldn't run a quarter mile. So she gave me basically four months to train for a half Ironman, which is a, um, a 1.2 mile swim, a um, 56 mile bike ride and a 13 um, a half marathon, 13.1 miles um, for run. So 
I dug in my heels like I do. I love a challenge. I love to have a goal. I love accomplishing things. And that's when I'm best. Give me something to do. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I'll, I'll do everything I can to make it happen. So I, this was at the age of 41. Um, I started training. I started running a half, a quarter mile in my neighborhood, then a half mile in my neighborhood. I got in the pool and I swam one lap and then eventually made it up to 10 laps and then eventually made it up to 20, 30 laps. And um, also swimming in the ocean is not just splashing and swimming around in the ocean. So that was that was fun because I'm afraid of sharks. <laughs> and even though <laughs> it could be a totally clear day and I don't see one shark or even a fish, I'm sure they're out there to get me. But, and I grew up in Florida, you know, I grew up down here. I was always in the ocean and, um, and I bought a bike and our first ride when I went with my husband and Bonnie, um, I, I, I think I bought lunch for 10 on my bike and it was a nine mile bike ride. And uh, we just packed this whole bunch because we thought it was going to be such a long day. But, um, you know, fast forward, we, we did the, uh, the half Ironman, which was down in Miami. And then as soon as we were done, Bonnie, my very good friend, looked at me and said, how about we do a full now? So full Ironman is a 2.4 mile swim, 112 oh mile God. bike and a marathon, oh 26.2 miles. So I'm exhausted just talking about it. <laughs> How long does that, that take? Was, well, I How mean, long does that take? for the professionals, they can do it in like nine hours. For me, I think my first one took, uh, oh gosh, I don't know, somewhere 14, 15 hours. It was a lot of time, especially the bike riding spent on my bike alone. I'm also a rule follower, so you're not supposed to wear headphones on your bike when you ride because you're supposed to be aware of your surroundings. So, you know, seven hour bike rides by yourself, you have, that's a lot of time in your own head. And, and that's really those long distance races. It's a lot of being, you know, the psychological stuff, being with yourself and being able just to talk yourself through it. So actually my mom, I love the Beatles. I'm a big Beatles fan. And, um, and when I, <laughs> when I would be out there riding, I just to pass the time, I would start singing entire songs and when I would get exhausted and, and riding and I just had to keep on going, I would sing, let it be because I love that song. It got me through, got me through, uh, many long hours on the bike. And so I don't know if you can see that but that's my mom's handwriting i had her write it on a piece of paper because when oh. you're and you're on, you're on your triathlete on your triathlon bike you're kind of leaning forward like this so i could see my wrist all the time and um whenever i was getting tired and feeling like i didn't want to do another mile i would look down i would think of my mom um who was still with us at the time and and remember that the only person making me do what I had ventured out to do was myself and I could quit at any time, but I would only be quitting on myself. And my very first triathlon that, or um, that half Ironman that I did in Miami, I'll always remember I was riding my bike up one of the bridges in Miami and feeling really tired knowing I had a half, a half marathon to run after that. 
And this lady went by me, zoomed right by me, who was a triple amputee. And you see people like that on the course all the time. Triathletes, I learned, come in all shapes and sizes. And you can never look at someone and think, oh, they're not an athlete because they may just blow past you in the water, blow past you on the run, or do what this lady did is blow past me on the bike going uphill. And, you know, I always remember that lady too. And I would say, you know what, she got out there and she had so much against her, but she kept going. And right. there is no reason for me to ever feel like I can't do that too. So that brings me to my point, my next point. Why city council now? So as you know, I've been involved for years with philanthropy. We started our own nonprofit organization. I, I, I'm a nurse. I'm a nurturer. Um, anything I can do for other people, you can, ask, you can ask pretty much anyone who knows me. I am ready to give back. I, I am most comfortable not with my hair blown out or with makeup on. I'm, I'm most comfortable in a baseball cap, shorts, and my hands dirty working to, to um, do something and to, and to help people. And actually, if you ever see me driving around town, you'll see my, my um, license plate actually says give back. It says G-V-B-C-K. That's my license plate, so you'll know it's me. Um, I retired from nursing last year. And my husband is still working, looking towards retirement, but not quite yet in the near future, though. And and I was headed towards a very cushy life of of being retired. I worked for 34 years as a nurse. I really feel like I I I did I did OK. You know, I did what I was supposed to do and um, being involved in philanthropy when I realized that there was going to be two, two seats open on the city council. One, because my friend Andy Thompson was running for state representative. And then my other friend, Andrea Levino O'Rourke, uh, she will be term limited. So her term is up in March. So there was two, going to be two seats open on city council. I have been involved on um, my own HOA board. I've lived in the same neighborhood for 25 years. And I've been involved on that board for 11 years. And whenever anybody asks me, Fran, can this be done? Can that be done? What's going on with this? And I, I am always telling people, why don't you get involved? Come to a meeting. Come be on a committee. Pretty much anything. There are more nonprofits in Palm Beach County than I could ever name. I think there's like 700 or something. I don't know exactly how many are in Boca. But there's always volunteer opportunities. There's always ways to help. There's always ways to get involved. So when I realized that the two seats were going to be open on city council and I had now retired from nursing, I said, you know what? I have lived in this city for most of my life. I have worked in this city for 30 years. I've raised our kids here. I've given back. I want to take it to the next level and help the city move forward and become even more wonderful than it already is. I have so much respect for the sitting members on the city council and past members of the city council. And it's my honor uh, to be able to serve with them. And um, as luck would have it, uh, not exactly luck, I've been working hard over the last seven and a half, almost eight months to um, end up in this position. Um, I'm now part of city council and I couldn't be happier. And um, it just opens my doors up to, it's, I was telling Colby earlier, I, I'm very used to going into a room to an event or something and knowing almost everybody in the room. 
And now I'm really being introduced to so many people in the city who I've never met before. And I love it. And the part of, part of what I love is we've been here for so long. Um, me since 1980, my husband since 1987 and been involved in so many different ways that almost always I can make a connection with people. Even if we've never met, there's always a connection and I love making those connections. That's great. Oh, and one thing I wanted to tell you, I just, I mentioned my mom with, with my let it be, but, um, my mom lived with us for the last six years. And when I first started thinking about running for city council back in uh, February, I talked to my mom and I said, mom, what do you think? What do you think? Would I make a good council member? And should I do this? And she raised her little fish. She's about 90 pounds. She raised her little fish. She said, it's about time. And so I had her blessing. I had to tell her, okay, let's not, let's not spread it around yet. I'm just thinking about it. And uh, my mom passed away on, on March 8th. And um, the greatest part was knowing that I had gotten to speak with her about this. And, and she had met everyone on city council and um, they, everyone knows her, knew her as Mama D. And um, it, the day I got sworn in last week, it was just uh, a really amazing feeling. And I knew she was there with me for that. Definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm crying. <laughs> No, we, we've, you know, we can, we'll just reach out and hug you right, right across these airwaves right now. Um, I did want to mention to you when you mentioned the Beatles, something came like up in me and I was compelled. I was going to actually say, let it be. I don't know why, but of all the, the lyrics, all of the songs, all of the titles that let it be would be the one you chose and that you had her right write yeah. it out for you. It's so, it's special. so special. She was an amazing person. And uh, she's always with me in everything I do. She was a tough cookie. And uh, she wouldn't let me give up on anything. And and luckily, my husband, who is an amazing, amazing person, um, gives back in so many ways himself, actually just started an organization uh, two years ago. Now this is their second year called Men Giving Back and um, with a great group of guys here in Boca. And He's a hundred percent. He's a hundred percent behind me, and I couldn't have done this without him, and without knowing that he was going to support this. But he's been very involved in the city over the years, and so he was thrilled. You've done so much for the community, you really have. And what about what about um, the George Snow Scholarship Fund? Yeah, so I got involved with the George Snow Scholarship Fund a few years ago. My friend Jan Saverick. Uh, I was having lunch with her at another event and there were some ballroom dancers that were up on the stage. And I said, I always wanted to learn how to ballroom dance. And I said, you know, I love that show dancing with the stars and I'd love to go to the ballroom battle one day. That was the Georgetown scholarship funds, one of their biggest fundraisers of the year. Uh, Jan knows everyone in this city and she's been very involved over the years. And uh, she, Immediately got Tim Snow on the phone, who I know is going to be on the uh, uh, on your podcast soon. And and the next thing I knew, I was having lunch with Tim Snow, and he asked me if I would um, be one of the dancers in the next ballroom battle. And I immediately got all excited and said yes. But then the more I thought about it, and this is what I do with with almost every organization that I'm involved in, I realized I didn't know that much about it. 
So I said, you know what? Let me do this. Let me volunteer this year and learn about you. And after I learn about you and, you know, go to the event and see it, then we'll talk about next year. And so that's what I did. And immediately, as soon as the event was over, my husband looked at me and said, you're doing this next year. And I did. And it was, uh, it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I had been on a dance team in high school here at Atlantic High called the Eagleettes. Um, I had been a dolphin cheerleader for one year, as you said. But ballroom dancing, they make it look easy. It is not so easy. And I had bruises and I had soreness in, in places where I have never been sore. And, and again, and by that time I had done, I think it's six Boston marathons and three Ironman. And still there were muscles that were sore that were never sore before. Um, I also developed vertigo afterwards because I did a lot of flipping around and everything. But the George Snow Scholarship Fund uh, just is an amazing organization. And Tim Snow um, is a great, is a great person. And, um, just like Colby, I, I couldn't say no to Tim. And I'm so happy that I was able to be part of that organization and get to know some of the kids that, that scholarships went to. And every single one of them is deserving. And what's great, you know, great about our city is we are so philanthropic. Um, you know, I remember watching the different sitcoms, Seinfeld and, and sorry, I got to wipe away tears, um, Seinfeld and, you know, people talking about South Florida in, uh, you know, some ways that weren't always so, um, so wonderful. And the Boca that I know is a city that gives back, that everybody gives back. And there is so much giving and charity and people who want to help some, sometimes they just don't know how. And, um, and luckily there's a lot of us out there that say, Oh, I have a way for you to volunteer. I know who you can help. And we all just kind of connect, but yeah, the George Snow scholarship fund is, is very special to me. That's great. What, let the audience know what's the day in the life of Fran Ackless. What What's going on? So well, my morning I, you know, some, it varies a lot, but my morning starts out exactly the same way every single morning. At 5 a.m., our alarm goes off. My husband, Nathan, goes and makes my coffee and brings me my coffee every morning with, good morning, princess. And that's how I am uh, awakened every morning by my husband bringing my coffee. Um, we then watch the news. I take our dogs out and usually by about 5.45 or 6 a.m., we're out for a run. Uh, those morning runs, even though I, I feel like sometimes I really don't want to do it, my husband is so busy. That's often the time, the only time we have quiet and together is in the dark doing our morning run for an hour. So after that, um, it's a little different now since last week, since, uh, since I was sworn in, I started with city council. So nowadays it's answering a lot of emails, um, meeting a lot of different people and, um, trying to figure out, 
trying to figure out my email and uh, and and carrying two phones and and <laughs> what I can do. And um, so it's usually you know giving back, uh, just getting back to people now. Uh, I may go over and walk my daughter's dogs. Um, she lives over in East Boca. I go walk her dogs. I walk my, I have two little dogs. I walk them about four or five times a day. I love to cook. So I often try to get something ready for the two of us, but the evenings now I have a lot of meetings also. So, um, which I'm happy to do. And then we always end with a dog walk at the end of the day. And, um, and we're usually watching some Netflix series, uh, which we just finished The Crown, and um, we just started Wednesday. So we're usually <laughs> watching the evening news, uh, some episode or two of, of a Netflix series, talking to all of our kids, and then we are we are early early to bed because we're early to rise, so we're also early to bed. So. By about 9 p.m., we are both passed out, <laughs> and um, and that's a day. It's not so exciting. There's a lot going on. I'm very busy all day, but it goes by so fast. Pack it in. Pack it in, and and it sounds like you know just a you know amazing way to spend time with your husband, and you're active, and you're doing so much for the community. Thank you so oh, much. I'm happy. Happy to do Thanks it. Thanks for joining our show. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I, I again, I, I don't love to talk about myself, but it's kind of fun just talking about Boca and and some other people too. So, <laughs> how can people find you? You know, if they want to help out and you know follow you, tell people. So they can, if people want to reach out to me to my city email, it's fnaclis at myboca.us. And my phone number is 561-221-7902. And if I missed your call, I'll get back to you. If I missed your email, don't worry, I will get back to you. I, I really want to be accessible to people, and I want to meet as many people as I can. So I'm happy to talk to people. We go for a walk, or, you know, we have so many great parks and, and everything. We have so much in this city. I'm, I'm happy to talk to whoever wants to talk to me. Thank you. Thank you. I, I so appreciate you're my friend and I, I, I know you're busy and I just, I want people to really know you. So thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that Colby. Thank you so much.